Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Irene Efren Podcast with me, Irene Efren. I interview women around Southeast Asia to bring their unique stories and experiences to empower other women in this region. Hi everyone, we're back with part two of this topic, vaginal health, with Dr. Michelle Donson of Rajawali Hospital. If you haven't listened to the first part of this topic, you should definitely take a listen to that also. It sounds like the first thing to taking care of your vagina is hygiene, right? Hygiene, being clean, and then if you have any pain or discomfort, tell your partner, hey, this hurts, or... Yeah, certain sexual positions, if it doesn't work for you, do not make it a habit to damage anything down there because you still need it for the half of part of your life, yeah? Yeah, (laughs) no kidding. It's like your foot. If you break your foot, you can't walk, but you still need to walk and you still need your foot. Uh, The vagina is like, of course, vagina is not seen but equally important of course yeah maintenance yeah like a car you do want to get it tuned up you do want to keep an eye on it like a car you know like the car always gets checked oil and the brakes so vagina also probably give you a vaccine and then check your human papilloma virus which is in the PCR. Nowadays, the corona is in the PCR. Mm-hmm. But you can also get a PCR for breast cancer. You can get a PCR for TB. And then the scariest thing is apparently the culprit is gonorrhea. Oh, so my gosh. You want to take a high dose of antibiotics and m- make it clean. And once it's clean, you're healed. But if you meet that guy again and it goes back in your body, oh no, it's like wearing dirty sandals in your bedroom. Yeah, it's a bit messy so <laughs> and <what> expensive. <laughs> That's why condoms are good. Condoms are good. And then um, staphylococcus and streptococcus can make it bad. Yeah, because. Those, those things are there everywhere inside the vagina. And actually, it's Staph aureus, Staph aureus and strep is in the throat and the vagina. Those guys live there, but it has to be a normal dose. Once it gets overdosed, that means our bodies are going down in the immune system. It's like if people have mm. bad breath and then they have a bad sore throat it could be from the teeth or infection from dirty spoon or dirty cutlery or mm-hmm. glass you know or maybe it's your mm-hmm. toothbrush because everything mm-hmm. is a petri dish and uh, it goes for the candida and the strep in the vagina it's like if you sit on the toilet oh my god <laughs> All right. I guess you never sit on public toilets. I do. And I have to remind myself, Michelle, you're gross. Especially if you go to the movies. Yeah. Especially if you take a train or a plane. So make sure you do put the seat cover on. 
you know, in the airplane, there is paper and then there's a seat cover uh -huh. and just put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That reduces a lot of risk, right? Yeah. And then a whole lot of people, women out there are, are aware of public toilets, no matter how clean it is. They're still paranoid, so because right, you can't see it. No, and then you do have to spray maybe alcohol or. Um, and then when we do have our periods, uh, you do have to change your pad, maybe every six hours, every two hours, depending because those things that's blood, right? And then mm -hmm. it grows. That is a petri dish, so. What grows on blood, Staph aureus and Streptococcus. So if you go into the lab and you put the blood medium and then you put the stab or the strep on it, if you're a microbiologist, then it'll grow and it'll be those little white spots. Right. That, okay. That's the one that you cough out every morning. If you have too many of those coughing moments with white stuff, that is staph. I see. And if you put it on the Petri dish, it'll grow. My next question is, how about waxing? Is that like good for the vagina or not? Or what, what are you supposed to do with all the hair down there? Hair down there itches if it grows back. So it grows back, right? It's like if you take it off, it's called the bikini wax. So Bikini wax, clean and hot. So it's actually killing a lot of germs. I see. So waxing is good for the vagina. Uh, keeping it clean is more important. And then don't wear things that are too tight. You do want to have um, air there. It's like the ones that are causing the bad smell is the no oxygen part. Mm. And if you give it oxygen... And sunlight. <laughs> so nude tanning is a great idea. <laughs> you have to sit in the sun and get the sun on it. This is like Corona. <laughs> Good circulation, sunlight. <laughs> yeah, you have to bend over a bit and let the sun hit it. My God. Otherwise, Where do you suntan your vagina, Dr. <laughs> suntan is not good because it'll, it'll burn. But a low dose of the sunlight on in the morning, you know, a few minutes, you know. How are you going to do that? How do you accomplish that? You just sit in the sun and open your leg and let the sun hit it. And okay, and just like take off your underwear. <laughs> Some people sunbathe, sunbathing is naked, right? Okay, fine. I do. Yes, some people do sunbathe naked and do new tanning. But what about in Indonesia? I, I can't just go out to my front lawn and suntan my vagina. That's why you have to find a good place to do it. Yeah, like a very expensive hotel or a <laughs> Bali, Bali Four Seasons or Oberoi or Sheraton. I didn't mind you. In Bali, the sun, the sea, the salt water, the air, the clean air, all this is very good. And then if you swim in the ocean, oh, that's perfect. Oh, I knew it. It's perfect. But how many people go and do that? And then if you wash it with sulfur water, 
hot sulfur water is probably good too once in a while but don't get it inside into the mucus uh -huh. part just outer you know because you don't want to you don't want to hurt yourself yeah and and salt salt is painful and irritating so you don't want to grind yes so be gentle and okay so the the last question probably was like what about sex on the beach no no <laughs> so obviously sex on the beach sounds like it's a good idea right no the sand goes in the sand goes in and what if the sand is dirty so how do you check the sand is it clean or not you can't so the sand the sand has bacteria and has all kinds of things in there so if it goes into your vagina you have to clean it out make sure it's all chuchi bersi uh, like a dish <laughs> okay so that was not my last question my last question is about masturbation so earlier on you you were talking about um you might have uh, psychological trauma and that can affect and can create vaginal pain what about like masturbation well you have to like sex number one you have to like sex with your partner if you can get an orgasm by yourself then why do you need a partner <laughs> uh, sometimes people can get a nice orgasm without a partner it's like stop bothering I'm trying to get in and they interrupt the whole thing and it's gone but see a woman has to have a higher stimulation to get the actual orgasm meanwhile a male or a man is faster to get orgasms so that is the trick that the male gets an orgasm first and then he keeps on trying to get the woman orgasm and that's when she gets actually pregnant instead of an orgasm so that is the joke yeah. right there um god made us that way so we can all get pregnant instead of the actual orgasm for the women uh orgasm is like a big wish but not necessarily fulfilled and so being orgasmic woman is harder than an orgasmic male no matter who you are because the woman is made to be mangalah um, yeah the male will get it first and then the sperm will come out and then the the woman didn't get it yet so he's going to try again and then what happens is she gets pregnant instead of an orgasm. <laughs> okay, so uh, to end it, talk about orgasm. It's a good thing to have regular orgasms, right? The orgasm itself is a reaction to the coitus. It's like tickle, yeah? It's like um, like laughing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a peak and then it subsides, like a warm feeling afterwards. But everything in your pelvic area cringes like um, like a little sponge from the inside now this is a good feeling to in order to find out all your spare parts that i mentioned are in good order because once you have a nice orgasm all of that whole area that i said like a vagina ovarian the the muscles in the pelvic area, it just gets contracted all at once, like, zoop, you know, and then that is a good feeling. If everything contracts 
and you can feel everything is there and intact. Now, if something is wrong there, it's going to tell you, hey, your orgasm is interrupted by the mm. inflammation in that whole area. So, of course, your whole area will be interrupted and the orgasm will be mm. no good uh, or inflamed or infected. So a nice, a nice orgasm is like your muscle contracting and relaxing, but then you know your mm. muscles are in good order. Ah, that's me. So if, if suddenly you say, how come it's so painful and uh, I can't stand it. And then after that, don't touch me. I don't want to have sex. Of course, because it's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you're traumatized after that. So a good partner would find out what's wrong. And uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to know and consult. The, the nicest things are that the gynecological department will, will tell you how to manage to get a whole lot of orgasms. But the thing is, orgasms itself will be a true indicator whether you're good at mm-hmm. having babies because a whole area will be a perfect orgasm if you are everything okay down there. No problem. All right. Thanks so much, Dr. Michelle, for the time and for answering my questions today. <laughs> so I hope your vagina feels better right now. And um... <laughs> if you would like to share your voice with me, contact me at irenefren.com. That's A-I-R-I-N-E-F-F-E-R-I-N.com. Subscribe for more courageous voices from women all around Southeast Asia.